How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. What is the ultimate Vodka Rebel Friday song? Like, this is, like, if we... If, That's very close right there. Not that we're ever going to do it, but if we made, like, a Spotify Scotty's Vodka Rebel Friday playlist, this joint, I think uh, the Rihanna Hopeless Place joint... Yeah. Um... The Blinded by the Lights, the weekend song. What is that song called? It's definitely not called Blinded by the Lights. All the lights. <laughs> I saw the light. That's a good one. I mean, I'm still not sure I've named it, but one of those. Blame the alcohol. Blame it on. Oh, the shot song. What is that? Party Rock? Party Rock is in the house tonight. How about this? Dear intrepid listener, make a Spotify playlist for us. We don't know how to do it. Maybe Jeff does. I don't. Hey, Matt. Matt, make a Spotify playlist for us, buddy. For all the Vodka Red Bull Friday songs, my man. Um, did you see him dancing at the uh, holiday party? I did. I he was <laughs> he was number two holiday party MVP. If Chepe didn't throw a perfect game, Matt, you might have won, dude. But Chepe threw a perfect game. Sometimes you just got to tip your hat, and say, "Hey, they're professionals too." Um, B, I've decided something. One o'clock games. You know me pretty well. One o'clock games. I'm usually. I'm not hustling to get into the stadium, but I don't have a ton of time to kind of hang out uh-huh. either. I kind of got to get in there and start working. Yeah. Because we're on the air at 11. I got to talk to some coaches. We're on the air at noon. I like to talk to some players, talk to some coaches, yep. do a lap around the field. 4.30 game this weekend. I got some time. I'm going to do a, a lap around FedEx Field. Walk. I'm going to walk. I'm going to hit a bunch of different tailgates. I'm going to go see a bunch of different people. So hit me up. If you want me to come by your tailgate. I got to find out where Mark is. I'm going to send you to Mark. They okay. got a tiki hut, tiki bar. Whatever. I'm not going to drink. So I know a billion JP. people are going to want me to take shots You don't have to drink. You them. got food. I'm saying I'm, 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 I'm in. my food. I'm saying I'm in. What, Jeff? You want to walk with I'm, me? Yeah, sheesh. All right. If you don't want me to walk with you, I won't walk with you. I would love for you to walk with me. Oh, all right. Jeff, where are you? Jeff park? is going to drink. Jeff is my designated drinker. Yeah, I'll go. take whatever shots for JP. That is, yo, a lot of people are going to be really <laughs> excited when I walk around, man. That's going to be a lot of shots for you, Jeff. Oh, hey, boy. that mean I won't have to spend nothing in the stadium. <laughs> um, where do you park, Jeff? I park in Green A. Oh, I don't, I don't park at the stadium. I'm stunned that you have some sort of okay. Where do you? <laughs> I could pick you up. Oh no, no, I'm. I have cousins that live within walking distance of the stadium. What are the odds Jeff and I actually connect on Sunday? I think Jeff is going to find you. <laughs> <laughs> JP, we might even. Sometime... My plan is to get there about 1, 1 and do like an hour's worth of walking. Oh, okay. And then get inside the stadium 2, 3 o'clock. Oh, that's cool. 
Because I, I have a feeling when Rivera talks within the next hour, they're about to rule a whole bunch of people out. As a matter of fact, if you like the Cowboys in this game, I'd bet it now because I have a feeling that line is going to move once they start ruling all these people out. Um, But if you want to hang out, hit me up. I think Twitter's the easiest, at JP Finley, NBCS. Um, I already – I think I'm going to try to hit the uh, – Are you going to hit him at 301? Take it easy. <laughs> I'm going to try to hit the commander corner, which is in the red zone lot. I got to – my Serbian boys are in the red zone lot. I might go try to see Drew Cohen in the red zone lot. Um, I know Christy and Pez and the Extreme Skins. I, I'm going to try to go see Tailgate Ted. I'm going to try to go see Uncle Don. I'm gonna, I'll Somebody's go see, not going to see you. Why? There's a lot of damn people. I got giant ears, Brian. They'll notice. No. I don't think you're going to be able to make it to all those places. I'm going to do my best. All right. I, I'm not going to. And not only am I going to do my best. Jeff is going to take a shot everywhere we go. That's going to be interesting right there. That's going to be hell. I want pictures. We'll do what we can. Um, Michael Phillips, Richmond Times-Dispatch, is reporting Sunday marks the finale of Mando the Dog's final appearance at FedEx Field because after this game, he moves on to his next assignment with the Canines for Warriors. That dog is super cute and super fun, and I've enjoyed getting to pet him at every game. I'm with that. Um and that's great, man. That means Mando's growing up and moving on to his real purpose. Um, I think Mando got a job. Mando got a job, man. <laughs> um, I think Nikki Javala reported that either yesterday or this week was Mando's birthday. So happy birthday to Mando. Happy birthday. Yeah. Um, do you know whose birthday is tomorrow? Who? You want to guess? Bro, there's so many people. How? You want to guess, Landfill? It's somebody all four of us talk about. Frequently. Rev T. No. All right. Uh, talk about frequently. It might be the person discussed the most on this radio program. Commander. Ron Rivera's birthday is tomorrow. <laughs> Do you know whose birthday is Sunday? What? Who? Who's Hold birthday on, is Sunday? How cutthroat are you? Why does a dude's birthday get the damn womp womp? <laughs> the CBSO, man. He doesn't mess around. <laughs> Sunday is my little girl's birthday. Ainsley turns four. All right. Yeah, so that'll be fun. Um, There we go. I'm trying to convince her. So Ainsley has decided she likes to get in bed with us when she wakes up at like 6 a.m., which is just great. And she's also decided that it's mommy's bed. And why is daddy here? And I'm like, wait a second. Say, uh, you wouldn't be here if mommy and daddy <laughs> yeah. wasn't here together. <laughs> what you do is you have to really start talking. She tries to kick me out of the four bed. Year, Four-year-olds, they get big girls. They're big girls now. They like to sleep in their own bed. You got to put that in there. I've been saying that. that. Yeah. I've been saying that. Um, Should have been saying that since she turned three. I do. <laughs> who you, you telling? You're a little late now. Um, Okay. Uh, yesterday, I got to sit down and talk with Sam Howell. Sam Howell is going to be the starting quarterback this weekend. Um, Fifth-round pick out of North Carolina. Howell has real talent. Like, I've watched him throw enough. He has serious arm talent. And we talked about that with Wentz. And I'm not sure we saw a ton of it this year, frankly. I mean, there's a lot of in his wrist. Yeah. Watch him. Howell's got zip. He's athletic. He can move. I don't know that he's going to be ready for this Cowboys pass rush, but I'm not sure you can find out until you see it. Talk to Sam Howell yesterday. You can watch his interview tonight on NBC4. Here it is. Commanders 
Week 18, starting quarterback. All right, it's an exciting week for fifth-round rookie Sam Howell. You're starting mm-hmm. at quarterback in the NFL against the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah. How you feeling? Uh, it's, it's a dream come true, man. Um, you know, this is what I've worked my whole entire life for. Um, and, you know, I've just I've spent my whole life trying to get to this point. Um, and so I'm super excited. You know, when Coach Rivera gave me the news yesterday, that I'd get to start this weekend. And it's what I've been waiting for. Um, and I feel like I've come a long way since I've gotten here. Um, and, I, and I feel like I'm ready for it. What was it like when Coach let you know? Uh, did he call you in his office? Did he grab you in the mm-hmm. locker room on the practice field? What was it? Yeah, he uh, he just called me into his office, um, and, he, and he just gave me the news, told me he's going to give me my first start this weekend, and, you know, I was just super excited, uh, you know. But I, I really don't think it will hit me until I, you know, run out there on Sunday. Um, but, you know, I'm excited for it. It'll be a lot of fun. What would you do when you got – you call your mom, call your dad, call um, – did you have to get out to practice? Like, what was the yeah, timeline? Uh, well, really, I had to uh, – you know, we were getting ready for practice, um, but, you know, everyone kind of had a feeling I might have the chance to play some this sure. week. Um, and, and so I really didn't tell anybody. I, I, I wanted everybody just to uh, – I was going to tell everybody after practice, but I think they put it out probably before I even got to my phone. Um, so right when I got, got out from practice, uh, my phone was already blowing up from everybody. Congratulate me and stuff. Um, but everybody's excited. There will be a lot of people coming to the game this weekend, um, so it should be a lot of fun. That's great. What, what is the, what's the reaction been from your teammates? Yeah, they're excited for him, man. You know, there's been a lot of guys that, you know, kind of talked to me throughout the year, kind of wanted to see me play. Um, and so, you know, it should be a lot of fun to get out there with those guys and, you know, just to play with, you know, the receivers we got, the weapons we have, and, you know, the, the running backs we have, the line we have. It should be a lot of fun. Um, and I feel like I've, from just from sitting back and watching all year, I think I've learned a lot. Um, so I'm excited to go out there and see what I can do. One of the things we've heard is that Taylor Heineke specifically said <clears throat> Sam should get this start. He, he's worked for it. Have you spoken with him and kind of what to expect and, and what he's meant for your development? Yeah, Taylor's been awesome. Um, and, and I know there's a lot of dialogue. I don't really know all those conversations that were had. Um, but Taylor's been awesome to me, uh, super supportive. And both him and Carson um, have done a, done a really good job. I'm just so appreciative to have two veteran guys that, you know, both were playing at some point throughout this season. It's been, been an up-and-down year for both those guys. Um, and they both have just been willing to help me the whole year. Um, even when they were starting, they were – always trying to give me pointers and things that they saw they would they would tell me and just to help me out um so i'm just so thankful to have guys like taylor and carson in the room this league is about winning games and it's a cutthroat business Mm -hmm. and even when you were the backup i can't imagine you were getting a lot of work with the ones Mm -hmm. what i mean it's two days but what's it been like being the starting quarterback in practice right yeah are you enjoying it? Is it just mm-hmm. so different? What's it like? Yeah, well, it is a lot different than, you know, what I was doing um, the first 16 weeks. Um, but, you know, it's what I did in college. Um, and so it's pretty similar to that. But, you know, it's just been a lot of fun to get out there and just play football again. Uh, you know, I did a lot of kind of standing and watching um, this, this year in practice. And, you know, I just really it made me just miss playing football. Um, and so I get to, get to go out there and do that again. And, you know, I just try to take advantage of the practice time that I have because, like you said, it's not a lot. Um, and I'm throwing to a lot of those guys for really the first time. Um, and so just try to make the most of it and just try to get as good, good as, you know, feel as good about it as I can going into Sunday. What's it like throwing a Terry, throwing a mm-hmm. Curtis, throwing a Jahan? Yeah. That you probably haven't gotten a ton of work with. Yeah, like you said, I haven't gotten a ton of work with those guys, um, but they're all really good. I've been, you know, watching them every day since I got here. Um, so even though I haven't thrown to them, I feel like I have a good sense for what they like to do and for timing. Um, and, you know, I'm just excited to get out there on the field with those guys and just, just going to try to do the best I can and get the ball out and give those guys a chance. Scouting report, live arm, big-time athlete. 
How do you balance in your first ever NFL start, oh, by the way, against Micah Parsons and the Dallas Cowboys, your ability to run and evade pressure with the need at times to stay in the pocket and make mm-hmm. throws? Yeah, I'm just going to try to feel it out the best I can. Um, and when the opportunities come to, you know, get out and run a little bit, um, if, if the opportunity presents itself, then I, I, I'm more than capable of doing so. Um, so it's, it's kind of a play-by-play thing, um, and we'll just kind of see how the game goes. What's the work week been like with Scott Turner, game planning? Yeah, um, a lot different. You know, usually in meetings I, I really don't say a whole lot, um, and he kind of is just really having conversations with whoever's going to play that week. And so this is really my first week of having those conversations about the game plan with him. Um, and, and he's been awesome to work with. Um, it's, he's very easy to communicate with. So, you know, I think we put some good stuff together. Um, so it should be a lot of fun. At, at Carolina, kind of over and over, mm-hmm. you proved that you were ready for the moment. There wasn't a moment that was too big for you in Chapel Hill, right? Now, now you're doing it at an NFL level. Are you ready for the moment? Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm going to try to be as ready as I can be. Um, obviously, I have no idea how the, how the game's going to go on Sunday, but, you know, I feel very confident in my abilities. Um, you know, I'm confident in my team. I'm confident in the game plan. Um, and I'm going to tr- try to do everything I can to, to give my team a chance to win. You know, I'm not, you know, obviously, you know, the situation is what it is, and everyone knows we're not, we're not going to the playoffs this year, but, you know, it's still an NFL game, and still everyone's. This is what everyone's worked for the whole entire life, and we're not going to take this game for granted. And we're going to try to go out there and win a game. Last one for me. Very few people get this opportunity. Mm-hmm. What does the opportunity mean for you? Yeah, it, it means the world to me. I know, you know, this is. You know, I'm very lucky and just so truly blessed um, to be in the position I'm in. And like you said, not not very many guys get the opportunity to start a game in the NFL. Um, and and I know that I'm not going to take it for granted. I'm just going to try to go out there. And just try to do the best I can, try to give my team a chance to win. I think the main thing is try not to put too much pressure on yourself. Um, obviously, it is a big deal starting a game in the NFL, but I'm just going to try to go out there, take it one play at a time, just be myself. Thanks very much. Cool. Uh, yes, sir. Are still no steak? Yeah, no, I'm not doing steak yet. All right, so you made it. Your whole, what was your rookie dinner like? What did you get, chicken? Yep. At uh, we, we always always go over there, to, uh, DC, DC Prime. Prime. Yep, and always get they got some chicken over there. I'm so. sure I, everything there is good. I'm sure it the is. chicken's good. It's too. real good. Are, no have guys stopped giving you a hard time about that? Yeah, it was kind of when people first find out, it was it was a big thing, but you know, it kind of fades off. Most things do. Thank yes, you, sir. man. Good luck. Yeah, you thank you. Sam Howell, uh, Commanders quarterback. I, I think there's a lot to like, um, a lot to be excited there. Uh, Live arm, great athlete. I actually, I want to see if we can track down Mitch Tischler a little later after Ron talks and maybe rules some guys out. Um, I don't know what to expect from Hal because I don't know what's going to be surrounding him. Um, I don't. Gibson's obviously not playing. He's on IR. I've been all week. I don't think Brian Robinson's going to play. Um, looks like Andrew Norwell is out. Looks like Chris Paul will get the start. I think Sam Cosme's back at tackle. Um, that means Cornelius Lucas probably not playing. Unclear about City Charles or Trey Turner at left guard. Um, I I I think this. I think whatever happens Sunday with Howell should not be or how we view him going into training camp next year. Yeah, I agree with that. Like whatever happens, if he say he throws for two touchdowns and two forty, or he throws for one thirty and two picks, let's say this: it's an incomplete picture. If he goes out there, performs well, we have to give him a level of credit because he's playing against a hell of a defense. Yeah, 
if he plays bad and you're taking most of his linemen and his and his top notch playmakers off the field, you have to also take that into consideration. But if he performs well in even in that situation, right. you have to give him some level of credit for that. Totally. And I, and I think, you know, for me, I when I do broadcast stuff, after the game is over, I don't plan what I'm about to say. I normally just start talking and whatever comes out comes out. Both of us. I didn't think about the trash and the garbage stuff until I started trash. talking. But I can see myself not being too upset with something going wrong. But I can tell you this. I am looking for lining up properly. Yeah. Offside stuff, false start. Motion, Like simple formation. things that you should know, that type of thing. I'm looking men. at that. They had a 12 men in the huddle last week. That to me. Week 17 that's of the a NFL player season and coach in a, in a right playoff. There. Yeah. yeah. That's a player coach thing. So I've seen some things this year with some players, and but I've seen them in multiple games, and I'm like, do they correct anything? So I look for that too. So I think a lot of times, like, when you and you 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 you've been around me long enough, you've been around this game, you speak in generalities, general general generalities. You don't say who it necessarily is. Right. You just speak. And I've always felt the little saying we use in Louisiana is a, a scalding a scalded dog will holler. If I say something and you know I'm not, if you know you didn't make the mistake, then you shouldn't get upset. You shouldn't even care because you know you it wouldn't it doesn't involve you. But the person that it involved, he should know. And I think you do it like that. Even if you're talking about a coach, you say something in general terms. That coach knows they didn't call a good player. They made it a bad thing. And I think that's the ultimate thing. Like a lot of times they go, man, well, everybody, I'm not talking to everybody. <laughs> Here's my thing with Hal. And I don't, I'm not trying to be disrespectful because he's a nice guy, but you, you gotta, you gotta be real. What the numbers are the numbers. Wentz last week was 16 of 28 for a buck 43 with three picks. He was sacked three times, and he tried to run three carries, seven <laughs> yards, and the touchdown. I think Howell can outproduce that. Listen. Honestly. First of all, for everybody that are driving the bus or the Carson Wentz fan club, for all the people that are still saying, oh, wow, man, we didn't give him a fair shake. If you say all that, say what you want to say. You should not be playing having that type of a game in your eighth year. And I think a lot of the stuff we saw go wrong in the game, you can throw the offensive line in there all you want. The ball he threw down the middle, he didn't have any pressure. It fluttered. The ball he threw in the ground on the little swing pass and then the other one in the flat, nobody was really around him. He threw the ball like 10 yards into the dirt. When you see those things, it's easy to find excuses for people in pro football. The offensive line hasn't been great, but that wasn't an offensive line situation. That was a quarterback situation. Bro, the worst throws weren't even the picks. I, I, that's was, what I'm saying. It was like the swing the, the, the one the that flat. The one that looked like, you know, like you ever watch a commercial? I mean, in a cartoon where they, they'll throw something and they go, and they just stop pew, and right. fall down. That's how it looked. It was like Wiley Coyote running over the cliff, and it just dropped. <laughs> it, that's what it looked like. Like an Acme so safe like, tied to his know, foot. But you can blame that on whatever you want to blame it on, but. We know that wasn't an offensive line situation. You know, and and I am not stupid enough to sit up here and say, well, it's right. what offensive line is bad. Yes, they are. But they didn't cause him to throw those passes like he did. That was on him. We talk, Everybody, I, I, Logan and other people, well, you know, Sam, his footwork. Carson's footwork is horrible. Still after eight years. 
He made $28 million this year. The dude had a hundred and something million dollar contract. And we gonna sit up here and overly criticize a young kid because his footwork. When McNabb came here, he had been in Philly for 10 years, 10, 11 years, with a damn good coach. And when he got here, guess what? They talk about his footwork. Bobby Belt from Dallas joins us next Cowboys preview. Don't go anywhere. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast celebrate and save at ashley's anniversary sale with hot buys your choice of color starting at just 3.99 ashley sleep mattresses starting at 250 plus receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like stearns and foster temper pedic purple and beauty rest black with 60 month special financing only at ashley subject to credit approval no minimum purchase required minimum monthly payment down payment tax and delivery may be required see store for details this is definitely on the Scotty's Vodka Red Bull Friday playlist. Um, something interesting going on. We talked about all the various scenarios for the AFC playoff race. The competition committee approved that, of which Ron Rivera is a member. But the owners still have to approve it. And according to Jonathan Jones, NFL insider for CBS, he says the Bengals are trying to whip up no votes from fellow NFL owners for the proposed postseason adjustments Cincinnati's biggest issue is possibly losing a home playoff game to the Ravens on a coin flip. I don't know if that's a dollars issue or a competitive issue. Losing a home playoff game after you lost a home Monday night game where you were probably going to make millions and then a home playoff game you'd make millions. Mike Brown not known as the richest dude in uh, the NFL circles. Might matter. Something to watch there. Um, Right now, though, I don't want to waste any more time. I want to talk to our friend, Mr. Bobby Belt, Cowboys insider for 105.3, the fan down in Dallas. You can follow him on Twitter at Bobby Belt TX. Roberto, what up, man? How you doing, buddy? 
What's up? You uh, you got a lot of play on our station this week. What did I do? Oh my Your rant. rant. Post game, yeah, it got, it got played on the station quite a bit. <laughs> what did what did folks think down there? Oh, I mean, I, I think that you know, as as much as uh, we're we're probably not in the same position as as Commanders fans in in terms of being uh, as frustrated as you guys are, but I think there was a little bit of a a piece of the fan base that when they heard it, kind of uh, you know, sympathized with it a little bit and felt like yeah, or, or I mean, even empathized, I guess, is that they felt like yeah, we've. Uh, We've had our own frustrations that sound similar to this. Although we do, we do tend to re-sign all of our offensive linemen. So we do have that. <laughs> you know what was interesting is I, I actually talked with some of the players that saw that video. And, you know, I, I think some players didn't appreciate it. But other guys were like, man, you, you know, I've been in other organizations that are very different. And, and, and really, I think if folks were paying attention, that the bulk of my rant was focused on ownership and just – the difference between sure. strong organizations in the NFL and 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 weak ones, and, and mm-hmm. I, I certainly hope the Commanders are a strong one one of these days. Um, <laughs> Whatever that happen. Yeah. Uh, Bobby, let's. Bezos, Bezos will save you. Don't worry. We'll see, man. We'll <laughs> see. We'll get it delivered in two days. Um, let's talk about. I mean, the Commanders. We listen. This just. This was just announced. John Allen, Sadiq Charles, Cornelius Lucas, Brian Robinson, Benjamin St. Juice, and James Smith-Williams are all out. Cam Curl is questionable. Andrew Norwell is questionable. Commanders are going to have a lot of folks on the bench, okay? Preseason roster. What is Dallas coming up here with the mindset? What, what, is, what is the vibe in Big D? I mean, they're they're definitely of the, you know, the perspective that they got to keep playing. Like, as much as it looks like, the Giants are going to rest their guys against uh, Philadelphia. They they've got to play this one out. Um, just on the off chance that somebody uh, you know you know New York takes care of business for you against Philly, and then if they do that, on the off chance that Arizona takes care of San Francisco, and then uh, you're in a position to have the number one seed. I think they they all realize the likeliest path for them is the five seed, and that they will in all likelihood be in Tampa Bay next week taking on the Buccaneers. But um, you know for now they've got to. Keep plugging ahead. Keep playing. I, I think they're they're really probably regretting uh, what happened in Jacksonville a few weeks back. That's probably the game that's hurting them the most right now. Um, but I mean, honestly, they're 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 committed to playing this one out. And and even if they don't get the benefit of Philadelphia losing or San Francisco losing, um, I think that they're at least looking at this as an opportunity to continue to get the offensive line cohesion right uh, with some of the, the issues they've had there. Uh, Tyron Smith trying to work on a right tackle. Uh, Tyler Biotis, their center, being out this week and it not being clear when exactly he'd be back ready to play in the playoffs. Um, so getting that cohesion right, figuring out the corner spot opposite of Trayvon Diggs that has been a problem all this year, uh, and continuing to develop – the chemistry that T.Y. Hilton and Dak Prescott have uh, shown over these first two weeks, which has been really, really good, um, but continuing to grow that. So I think there are things they're still trying to play for, game reps they're trying to get, um, even short of a, uh, you know, a, any sort of a change in their playoff seating. Don't you think that also the turnovers offensively, they have to get that corrected because if they're going to win, their offense has to play a lot more consistent. Yeah, absolutely. I think I think that's been uh, the the big push early on in the season was we've got to cut back on the penalties. Well, they've managed to do that. They they've significantly reduced their penalties, but now the turnovers have gone way up in in the same time period that they started to cut back on the penalties. So, 
now it's okay. How do we, how do we cover this leak? How do we plug this hole? And so I think that that's what is a big focus for them right now. (laughs) Some of it is just honestly a little fluky, Um, whether it be, you know, ball bouncing off of Noah Brown's chest or Peyton Hendershot's chest or, you know, CD lamb, uh, not reading what Dak was reading on a couple different occasions. So those are the ones where I think they feel like that's eventually going to balance itself out and even out to where we're not going to get as many of those. They're just, you know, over the course of time, you're not going to have that happen as often. But, you know, I think uh, out of his 14 interceptions this year, 17 of them or, or seven of them have been graded as interceptable throws. Uh, and so that's still seven too many for, you know, playing about half the season. Mm-hmm. And so I think that that's still something that they want to clean up. Um, but he has a lot. Dak Prescott has a lot of confidence in his arm, and and it serves them well at points. Um, it's just, yeah, I think you do have to, you know, if you're going to make the interception like the one you threw to Peyton Hendershot on Thursday night, that's uh, we understand how that happens. The one you throw to Dalton Schultz that Kevin Byard, you know, almost runs back if not for Tyler from the tackling, and those are the ones that you want to eliminate. It's just crazy because Dak has really been an accurate passer for most of his career. And in just 11 games this year, has a all-time high interceptions with 14. Um, talking with mm-hmm. our friend Bobby Belt, who covers the Cowboys down in Texas for 105.3 The Fan. Like any good Texan, he has TX in his Twitter handle. You can follow him at Bobby Belt <laughs> TX. Um, dude, you've been doing this a long time. B played in the league. I've been covering it. Crazy things happen. And, and you never know when they're coming, but they happen. What are the chances you would say Dallas comes up here, lays an egg, Washington shows up, and we get a crazy, unexpected result this week? I I don't think it's likely. Um, Like, even the game against Tennessee, the entire time when they had their their struggles at the end of the first half and, you know, early in the the second half, I I didn't feel like there was ever a point where, like, Dallas was going to lose that game. Like, I think everybody watching it kind of felt like, even during the struggles – and this is not sustainable, you know, a sustainable mode for Tennessee to win this football game. And so uh, I, I'd be surprised, especially injuries, the fact that Sam Howell's playing, you know, real meaningful football for the first time in a year, basically. Um, I, I'd be surprised if uh, this was a game that Dallas lost. But in that, that scenario where that were to happen, I think there'd be a ton of panic here in Dallas. I mean, there was there was mild panic at them winning by two touchdowns against the Titans. <laughs> yeah. And so if, if they were to lose this game heading into the playoffs and then kind of limp into the playoffs a little bit, uh, I think there'd be a lot of concern. And then if they were to go one and done and lose to Tampa Bay and put all that together with Tennessee performance and Washington performance, well, now I think you're looking at serious questions being raised about do we have – some of the right personnel and some of the right coaches here. I think Pollard being in the lineup is going to be key for Dallas going forward. Didn't play didn't play against Tennessee. Basically, didn't have any impact for sure. If he did, if he did, uh, how, how where, where is he with his help? Yeah, he had a injury uh, that occurred on Christmas Eve against the Eagles, and so he was. It, it wasn't looking likely that he was going to play. That was one of those guys that they were going to try and get some extra rest, knowing that Tennessee was going to rest some guys, and so he got some rest from the Titans game. He'll be you know, two weeks down. He practiced this week and all likelihood he should be able to go. Um, it doesn't sound like that'll be any sort of an issue this week. Um, and yeah, it's, they, they've really found, not only has he been really good for them on the ground, like he's been for, you know, three, the, the previous three years. Um, but he's really 
finding uh, – they're, they're really finding a way to use him as a weapon in the passing game. And he's put up some really uh, good performances in the passing game over the last six weeks or so. So the, those two aspects coming together make him a really good weapon. I think everybody here in Dallas just kind of feels like you, you sort of wasted – a, a weapon that you really could have been using. You wasted all the time with him because this is your fourth. He's a, you know, uh, a fourth round pick. So his rookie deals up. He's going to be a free agent. I don't know how likely it is that they keep him. So uh, that's the, been. It's been a little bittersweet. It's been excitement about how Tony Pollard's played and what he brings to the table, but also some frustration. Like, man, this could have been something that we were taking advantage of for at least the last two years. Talking with our friend Bobby Belt, Cowboys insider for 105.3 The Fan down in Dallas. Really does a great job covering this team. Give him a follow at Bobby Belt TX. Um, zooming out from this weekend, because I, I think I tend to agree with you that I, I don't see a Cowboys collapse coming. Looking at the playoffs here, and more than likely you're going to be the five seed going to Tampa. If you've never been to Burns, you should go to Burns. Um, I, got it, I got it down. <laughs> who, who can't... Dallas beat in the NFC? Uh, there's nobody they can't beat. Uh, here's the problem with Dallas. I uh, can't remember who had said this recently. It may have been uh, Damashek or somebody for NFL.com, but uh, Dallas is that team this year that we always seem to have one of, where it's like nobody would be totally surprised if they got bounced in their first playoff game, and nobody would be totally surprised if they got hot and got to the Super Bowl. Like, that's that's yeah. the kind of team that they are. They, I mean, they're honestly a, a dangerous team for anybody to go up against. Um, but also, there is a little bit of a shot. Like, Tampa Bay probably feels like, hey, if Dallas comes out here and turns the ball over and has penalties and shoots themselves in the foot with certain things that they're doing, then, then we've got a really good chance here to win this football game. And so, um, I, I think that they can beat anybody in the NFC. They've already beaten Philly. They've, you know handled a lot of these teams that they've had to go up against. I think they have the most victories against winning opponents this year. And so they can beat anybody. I would not feel great about their chances against San Francisco. Yeah. Um, I think they still have a, a, some demons there. Like, like you still hear guys occasionally reference, last not just year. say, yeah, not just say last year or how last year ended, but specifically mention San Francisco. Like, the name is on the tip of their tongue. Like, they're very aware of who beat them last year and who punched them in the mouth. And so, you know, that's still a very physical football team. Dallas has gotten better with physicality and responding to that this year. They, they couldn't handle it at all last year when teams would do it. Um, but they're still not the most physical team in the NFL. And so I think some of that physicality from San Francisco, some of the ways that Kyle Shanahan can use the eye candy and, and the different, you know, misdirection and motion and things like that uh, could be really tough for a Dallas defense that sometimes gets undisciplined with their eyes. And so that would be a team that I would be most concerned about Dallas playing. But I think Dallas can hang with anybody else in the NFC rather easily. Um, I, I think they're right there with Philly. So our game plan this week is misdirections and motion. Okay, and, and a lot of physical. Ron, I know y'all listening. There you go, right there. Man, man, honestly, yeah, like misdirection, motion. Houston did it to him. Yeah, Houston did it a ton, took advantage of that. It, honestly, like this is a game that I think would concern people a lot more if like a guy like Antonio Gibson was playing. But like the worst nightmare in the world for the Cowboys is a guy like Curtis Samuel. Like that's a guy that they have a ton of trouble it's with. It's that, one of that's the few the guys still playing. Gives them issues. Um, yeah, and so that's one, that's one of those dudes that will give them issues like that. Uh, Bobby, good news. I have 
The Cowboys, my prediction is Cowboys, Niners, NFC title game. Bad news is I have the Niners in the Super Bowl. Um, are you coming up here this weekend? I know with the game being shot, it, it kind of doesn't matter. Are, are you coming? Or? I will be. Where do no, you I'll stay? be there. Where do people stay when they come to a, cover a game at FedEx? Mm, I, can't, I can't say where we're staying because I'm staying with the team hotel. So I oh, can't right. say where that is. So you guys might be in College but... Park. I think they stay at that fancy College Park hotel a lot of times. Go take a walk uh, around the University of Maryland. You're, 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 yeah, yeah, like I mean, I, you're you're getting warmer, I think. Uh, but yeah, the, uh, <laughs> the 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 thing I'm trying to figure out now, and uh, that I, we were discussing on the air this morning was like, which side do I go for Saturday night? Do I go into Virginia or do I stay on the Maryland side? So that's the what I'm weighing right if now. If you're staying where I think you're staying, um, restaurant wise, I don't know what College Park has to offer, but there's a couple good bars with a whole bunch of college students that could be entertaining. Wow. Um, or go down yeah, by the harbor. Right yeah, you can go down to National Harbor. Hell, you can go to MGM National. Text me, dude. During I, the I, harbor, you got a lot of stuff there, and a, and a casino right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We could we could get you set up at the casino if you want to go over there. We'll get B, we'll get B's a shout. Thank you for the time, Bobby. I appreciate you. I'll see you on Sunday, man. Appreciate y'all. All right, bro. We got a lot of injury updates coming your way next, including surgery. Yes, old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance but hurry in these deals won't last add more joy to your journey at the hyundai getaway sales event now get zero percent apr or up to 1500 bonus cash on the hyundai tucson now during the hyundai getaway sales event offers end soon call 562-314-4603 for details love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Surgery. Somehow B-Mitch just conned me into doing 41 push-ups, which I did. And if anybody from HR is listening, in the last week in this office, I've had my butt grabbed, and now I've had my front grabbed. <laughs> I so, don't think you had your butt grabbed or your front grabbed. Intern John Lindsay grabbed my butt. But let me just say this. Now, he was checking to see if I was wet. There is a certain way you do push-ups. And when you're not going all the way down on the beginning of it, and then you start going... Landville, did you see the push-ups? <laughs> I didn't, but I would like to point out, you also harassed us, though, by when you climbed up on the table and just started rubbing 
yourself in front yeah, of us. Yeah, I was yeah. I was working you, you, on my my you were trying what's to, it, your IT band. No, I think you were you were just trying to like you know be, you try to flirt with people, and we didn't react to it. Well, I'm out of breath. <laughs> I know, and I was going to tell everybody that is hilarious dude. about all the damn injuries. All right, I did 41 push-ups in like three minutes. I don't think you did 41. You did like. 25 real ones. Oh, my God. You're such a pain in the ass. Why the hell do I have to give you a push-up when you're not going down, Jay? B, you, you put your hand under my front, and then my front hit your hand to prove that I was going down No, 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 no. First of all, push-up is not your, 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 not your area touching the ground. I it's got your, a lot of area, It's your chest bro. touching the ground. What is happening here? I got a lot of area. Real, Pause, you know, Jeff. 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 Pause. If you're what doing, is happening Jeff, if you're doing a push-up, you find out where the chest is going, don't you? Yeah. Well, so, I... Do a My push area up hits the ground, here. bro. No. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> he, he don't know how to do a push-up. <laughs> I got That's a big area, Jeff. No, you don't. Jesus I got, Christ, I got JP. news, all right? Let's go. Give us some news. Out. You, you show tripping. Damn, you out of breath? Out for Sunday's game. John Allen, Sadiq Charles, Cornelius Slow it down, Lucas. man. John Allen, Sadiq Charles. You want it that slow? Not that slow, but just <laughs> throw down. John Allen, Sadiq Charles, Cornelius Lucas. Brian Robinson, Benjamin St. Juice, James Smith-Williams. That's the people that are out right now. That's out definitively. So those are the people that they have to just not dress completely so they can bring up five, six people, and the other people just going to stand on the sideline, per se. Cam Curl is questionable. Won't play. Nate Gary, that they just brought up, is questionable. Andrew Norwell, questionable. Jamin Davis, questionable. Antonio Gibson, Ron Rivera just told the world, underwent foot surgery yesterday. But he was never hurt, though. Remember? Sprain. Yeah, go ahead. So, so you're running backs for Sunday's matchup against AG. the Cowboys. Jarrett Patterson and Jonathan Williams. And if I had to guess, they're going to add, they will call up Saturday night Reggie Bonifon from the practice squad. Hey, Jeff, do you think you want to volunteer for that, too? Nah, man. Okay, just make sure. Jeff, for a game check, maybe you should volunteer. Yeah, Jeff. Because the rookie minimum salary is like $675,000. They might even give you a helmet, and Jeff. take one-eighteenth of that. I mean. Oh, nah. You know what? That actually does sound smart. <laughs> you know what, A.B., work your magic, agent. Get me in there. <laughs> Speaking of B's magic, first time for the day, we're going to open these phone lines up. Jeffrey, get ready to answer. 800-636-1067. 800-636-1067. MGM National Harbor listener lines are open. It is time to ask B-Mitch anything. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. 
We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them, with more coming in. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future. In vehicles and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified, diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you, a hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyond zero. Toyota, let's go places.